listeners, welcome to Therapy Wine and Jesus. I am Tiffany Winfield, your host, your female empowerment and divorce coach. How are you? On today's episode, I am talking about divorce decrees, and it's not just a boring, regular, schmegular episode on what is a divorce decree? No, I go more into detail about um, the challenges that I am experiencing currently with my divorce decree and ways to help you mitigate some of the pitfalls that I have experienced. And this conversation is so fitting because here lately, it's crazy how I've had a few clients come to me and say, hey, I'm just ready to give up. I'm tired of trying to negotiate and fight for this divorce decree. Learn from my mistakes. Fight. Put up the fight. So, honey, go ahead and get your favorite glass of wine, drink responsibly, sit back, and get your dose of therapy, wine, and Jesus. Y'all know I am so transparent about depression and my depression and anxiety. And I texted my best friend a few minutes ago and literally told her I can feel a depressive episode coming on. You know how as women we can feel our cycle coming on. I can really like feel depression come trying to sneak in. Like it's so weird. I I feel a, a deep sadness. I feel feel real lonely right now and maybe it's just a thing maybe it's just a blip in time but I've had this feeling before in the past and I know how this can go I know that I can stay in this moment for months or I can stay in this moment for weeks and right now in this very moment I choose to pull myself out of it I laid in the bed for like two hours doing nothing and I was supposed to get up and record this episode and I couldn't make myself get out of bed. But I talked to myself. I said, Tiffany, go outside, get some fresh air and take a walk. I took a walk and I talked to God and what I heard is with God, all things are possible. And y'all know I had to look up the scripture because I'm nobody's um, Bible study teacher or praise and worship leader so (laughs) that scripture i believe is matthew 19 what is it let me look at it real quick it is matthew 19 26 check it out jesus looked at them and said with man this is impossible but with god all things are possible so i am choosing all things to be possible. And I will not claim this oppressive episode. I am going to get it together and and we're going to do this thing. So let's go ahead and get into it. So that's one thing that's going on with me right now. So that's my Jesus for the podcast. (laughs) And my wine, I'm sipping on some wine tonight. I am sipping on this wine that I got from the Wine Expo here in Richmond, Virginia. From a local winery. I think the winery is in Yorktown. Um, But this wine is called Blackberry Pinot Noir. It's sweet. I only like sweet wines. And this is delish. And it has 12% alcohol. So it'll get you a little buzz. 
it'll get you there. But, you know, if you don't like sweet, this is not for you. So this Blackberry Pinot Noir is all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> I took that back to 1990. <laughs> okay, my friends. So on today's episode, I really want to encourage you to stay strong and stay in the fight. And the fight that I'm talking about is the fight with your divorce decree or your divorce settlement. I know you may think that you are ready to give up, like you're tired of fighting. you just ready to end this marriage. But I am here today to tell you that you need to fight for what you want. It's some things that have transpired over the last week. And I had to go and pull out my divorce decree and, and stare at it for a long time because I felt like I was unworthy, that I was less than, that I did not deserve anything, and I was tired of fighting. I just wanted it to be over with. He could have said, I want her right arm, and I would have been like, okay, you can have it, but don't take my kids away. Like, that's how bad I was ready to end the divorce. Because when I say I was stressed out and losing my mind, I was stressed out and losing my mind. But honey, the few things that have occurred over this past two weeks, I wish, I wish I could go back three years and tell myself, Tiffany, stay in the fight. Don't give up. So let me tell y'all what caused me concern to go back to my divorce decree and figure out what was in there and I'm gonna try to be fast I ain't gonna keep y'all all day so our custody is a custody agreement is that we each have the kids for seven days on seven days off the kids go to school in my school district where I live my ex lives outside the school district he lives about 20 to 25 minutes away from my house on the weeks that he has the kids where's my weeks off okay the weeks that he has the kids, he drives them to my house at 630 in the morning, drops them off. My son catches the bus at seven o'clock, who is 12. My daughter, who is six, catches the bus at nine o'clock. Mind you, I just said he drops them off at 630, meaning on my weeks off, it is still my responsibility to put them on and get them off the bus. My son is self-sufficient, but my daughter is six. She doesn't catch the bus until nine o'clock. So from 6.30 to nine o'clock, she's in my face. She's either in my face or in my space on my week off. I love my daughter to death. I truly do. But now I want the time that is owed to me, which is the week to myself. So it's been a long time. This has been going on since my daughter started kindergarten in September of 2022. Okay. I finally got the courage because I was afraid to talk to my ex about this. It literally took my therapist, my best friend and my other good girlfriend to hype me up to have this conversation. This text message that I sent him was literally six months in the making. So finally, I sent him a text expressing the concern how it's not fair that on my weeks off, I am still responsible for putting the kids on and off the bus. He already knew this conversation was coming because his response was so quick and he are, it was just so quick like he knew what he was about to say. So he was like, OK, cool. 
the daughter can go to before and after school daycare. Okay, cool. All right, you already know what you're going to do. Bet. And that was in the text conversation. Fast forward a day or so, he asked me, have you found daycare? I said, no, I'm not looking for daycare. And he was like, what, I'm supposed to look for it? I said, yes, I don't need daycare. Okay, so then fast forward, maybe about mm, four days later, he calls me and said, hey, let's talk about this daycare thing. I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. He says, so when are you going to get her daycare? I proceed to say, I'm not getting her daycare. He tells me, well... In the divorce decree, it says that you are responsible for daycare. And I explained it to him. It's not that I have to or he has to take the kids or put the kids on the bus every day. I just don't want to feel like I'm obligated to do it every day. I would still help and I would still lean in to do what I need to do. But I don't want to be obligated on my weeks off to still tend to the kids before and after school. And it's not like when my daughter's getting off the bus, she gets off the bus at 430. There's times he's not getting here to 5 or 530. So I'm literally confined to my house. And then y'all... If he drops the kids off at 6.30 in the morning on my weeks off, I can't even have a little boo thing over here to spend some quality time with me. Like, the boo things that I've had over here, I gotta say, I'm sorry, you gotta leave at 6 o'clock because my kids are be here at 6.30. Like, what in the world, y'all? I am grown and I'm ushering these men about my... Lord, I'm sounding like a ho-ho. I sound like a ho ho. I'm not a ho, y'all. I promise I'm not. I'm promise. I promise y'all I'm not. But when I have male company, I have to tell them you have to be out my house by 6 a.m. because my kids will be here at 630. Because he's not um, willing to alter his schedule, he is diverting back to the divorce decree, as I guess he should, right? The divorce decree says that I am responsible for my daughter's daycare, okay? When I agreed to this, because let's let's step back for a second. So he wants to do before and after school daycare to alleviate my concern, which is great, right? But I would have to pay for it. When I signed my divorce decree, It was when my daughter was three or four and she was actually like in daycare full time. And I did not think this thing through. So he reminds me that, again, he's not altering his schedule before and after school. Daycare is the most sufficient thing that will alleviate this problem. And I'm like, yep. But he says, Tiffany, you're supposed to pay for it. When I pull out my divorce decree, because I was in a space when I received it in the mail that I didn't even want to look at. I literally like just threw it in a corner and forgot about it. I agreed to stuff without thinking. I agreed to stuff because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And now fast forward, here I am where I did agree that I would pay for her daycare, but I did not know that COVID would hit and that I would be working from home on a everyday basis, five days a week. I did not think through, oh, my daughter is going to be five and we live in different school districts and I'm going to have to put her on and off the bus because my ex is only going to drop her off and, you know, I'm responsible for doing the rest. Not being granted the the time, quote unquote, the time off from the kids that I am due is just... It's not fair. 
Um, he gets to live his best life on his weeks off. He does not have to worry about getting the kids on or off the bus. He literally on his weeks off, he's at his house and he doesn't have to even look at the kids unless I call and say, hey, I need help with, you know, getting somebody to band practice or football practice or cheer practice or something. He can do what he wants. Meanwhile, I can't. So, friends, I want to talk to you about some ways that you can prevent this from happening to you. And I'm not talking about specifically the daycare, but I'm talking about getting yourself in a situation in your divorce decree or divorce settlement settlement where years later or even months later, you're in a pickle and you're like, what did I agree to? Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. So first, what is a divorce decree? So USA.gov defines a divorce decree as an official document from the court that grants the termination of a marriage. It includes it includes specific details about the divorce. Experian goes on to say a divorce decree formalizes the agreements between the court and the spouses, including who is responsible for making payments on shared debts and other financial obligations. So listen, when you are working on your divorce decree or also your divorce settlement. Let me tell you something. Put in the fight. Put in the fight. Don't don't give in because you're tired. That's the number one thing I want I want to kind of just hone in on. I know that you are feeling like you're at the end of the road. You're tired of trying to negotiate, but don't give up. And one way that I want you to not give up is by writing down a list of your priorities. What are your must have things that you need to put in place to not just protect you, but also protect your kids as well as your assets. So think about it from a perspective of this is how I want my life to look like post-divorce. I want my kids to be taken care of like this. I want my housing situation to look like this. I want my debts to look like this. Um, I want XYZ to look like this. If you can take the time and just sit down, visualize in your head those things that are priority and write them down. So that's number one. Visualize your priorities and write it down. Number two, think big, bitch. (laughs) What I mean by that is think long term because you are probably most likely in the moment and you're ready to get it over with. You're not thinking two years down the road, three years down the road, five years down the road. And especially if you have young children, Factor that in. They are not always going to be in daycare, okay? Think about who is going to be responsible for daycare expenses. And even when they're not in daycare, when they start school, think about the um, summer camps. Like if, if you have to put them in a summer camp, like who's going to take care of that? You have to put your, your thinking cap on and use your big brain, as my son would say, and run through all the scenarios that may occur in the next five to 10 years so that you are protecting yourself. And like I said, protecting your kids and protecting your assets. 
And this will give you so much peace of mind because as I sit down and I look over my divorce decree, I'm not going to say that I signed my divorce decree under duress. No way did I sign it under duress. I signed my divorce decree under distress. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that I was stressed out and I was ready to get it over with. Please visualize your priorities, write them down and think long term. Number three is ask questions. Your attorney is there for a reason. And I'm pretty sure your attorney wants you to put up a fight, not just because, yeah, they're getting paid by the hour, right? But your attorney has your best interest at heart. If you really have a good attorney, they do have your best interest at heart and they don't want you to give up. They have experience and I'm sure they've seen lots of cases, lots of scenarios, things played out in court. Ask questions and trust your attorney. Don't think that they are just out to um, get your money. If you if you visualize your priorities, think long term and continue to be curious. And when I say be curious, if you don't know something, open your mouth up and ask. And I think that was my problem. I did not. um Listen to my attorney. My attorney was like, you can fight this. You can do this. You can do X, Y, Z. But I didn't want to. I just wanted to give it all up because I was tired. Next thing I want you to do is to be willing to compromise. So divorce is a negotiation. I feel like it's like a card game. Who has the biggest deck? Who this is who this is spades. Who has the big joker? Who has the little joker? (laughs) I hate to put that comparison out there, but it's like, who's about to win this game? Um, And somebody, I feel like each of you are going to come out in a loss in some type of aspect. Something is being lost in the divorce negotiations. But as long as you're willing to compromise, come to some type of common ground, then that's the win right there. The win, I think, is being able to come together and compromise um, on the division of assets or compromise on the, um, the custody agreements. And the reason, again, I'm telling you all this is because I'm looking at my divorce decree now and I just wish I didn't give up. And let's take like not just my divorce. So let's talk about Dr. Dre's divorce. And I know he's been divorced for a while now, but Dr. Dre, we know, is worth like a billion dollars, if not more than that. And his wife, Nicole, him and her divorced after like 24 years. Like I think it was like 24 years of marriage. And this woman ends up getting a hundred million dollars and I think like six cars and she was able to keep her jewelry. Do you know how long they went through the divorce process? It was like 18 months. And this man and this woman, they got way more money than me. (laughs) I honestly feel like I should have taken the time instead of me trying to rush through it to get it over with. I really should have taken the time 
to be able to process and be able to prioritize and really think through and ask the questions that I needed to be able to come out with something that I could say I was actually, I don't want to say maybe proud of, but a final divorce decree, a final product that I was pleased to have. Maybe that's the right word that I could say, okay, this is something that I feel good about. The longer you draw out a divorce decree or a divorce settlement, as well as um, doing any type of modification, it takes money. It takes time and money. So you do have to take that into consideration as well and put that into your prioritization. Am I willing to compromise um, my future? Am I willing to compromise my assets? Am I willing to compromise my peace of mind? Or am I going, am I willing to pay my attorney and take the time that I need to make sure that I am set up for a life of peace, a life of joy, a life of well-being, a life of happiness. I want you to take away from this podcast, do not give up just because you are tired And let's go back to the scripture that I said earlier, Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. So the last thing that I think I would tell you to put into your divorce decree preparation is put God in it. And I know that (laughs) a divorce is not, you know, godly. Um, The church looks down on divorce, but... God put you here for a reason. God already knew all this was going to happen. Um, So put God, God all up in it. Pray on it. Talk to God. Talk to him. Lean on him for understanding. Lean on him for help. Um, Just just remember that you've got this and to not give up and stay strong and stay in this fight. You are worthy of good things. You are worthy of the life that God has ordained for you. So stay in this fight, friend. Take it from me. Two, three years later, I'm looking at this divorce decree like, what did I do? Okay, so let's sum it up real quick. What are the things that you need to do? You need to be clear about your priorities. Write out your vision, okay? Write it out. What do you want it to look like? Think about the long-term implications. Don't just think about the immediate issues at hand. It's important to consider the long-term implications and decisions that you make for you and your kids and your peace of mind. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Your attorney is there for a reason. Ask questions. Be curious. Be willing to compromise, okay? And put God all up in it. Put God in it. With God, all things are possible. Okay? Listen, you got this, friend. You can do this. You can do this. Don't give up. Don't give up in the fight. And before I end, y'all, I saw something on Twitter where this Porsche billionaire divorced his wife because she was diagnosed with dementia. I just wanted to throw that in. I ain't researching. I ain't look nothing into it, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. He divorced her wife, his wife because she had dementia. I don't know how true that is. Like, 
I, listen, we ain't never in nobody's marriage. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But I just thought that was weird and mean and selfish. <laughs> but anyway, my friends, I love you. Don't give up the fight. And as I always say, make sure you're doing your 24-7 self-care. What is that? That is doing something every day, 30 minutes for yourself. All right, friends. Love you. Mwah.